Is your soul ready for the truth? Welcome to Chatcast, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Raw, unfiltered, and authentic. No spiritual or relationship issue is off limits. We discuss everything from sex and consent to equality, grief, death, and the spirit world. Life evolves around relationships. So if you're ready to get right with yourself so you can be right with others, then stay right here because Chatcast is for you. Now, here's your host, spiritual empath, shaman, and multiple award-winning best-selling author, Tracy Dunblazer. Welcome to Chatcast. My name is Tracy Dunblazer. I'm a spiritual empath and shaman, and I am a 22-time award-winning author and publisher. So now that you know a little about me, I want to know a little about you. Today we are talking about everyday leadership. What does that mean, everyday leadership? You know, are you here... You see on social media people talking about sheeple and you know people who who are followers and can't think for themselves but you know that's a bunch of bullshit. You know everybody at some point in their lives in the course of their day has an opportunity to show leadership to be a leader. And a leader is a person who is an example, example to others about how to do it. How to how to be a good person, how to be successful, how to be funny, how to be joyful, how to be charismatic, how to make the hard decisions, right? There's a lot of ways that we show leadership by being who we are, by being authentic. And whatever our personal authenticity is, whatever our spirit, our soul presents to us, that is what that is what is truly who we are. When we access that and we allow that to flow in our lives, we become leaders. And so I wanted to talk about all the different ways that we can experience or show everyday leadership. And one of the one of the first that I came up with as I was contemplating, and I'm using my trusty writing, uh, the first thing is being honest with yourself and then being honest with others. How many times do you, you know, hey, how you doing? Oh, great, great, no good, oh, yeah. Oh, that gets tiring, right? That's just that's just on a, a you know, day-to-day -day greeting type of a situation. But there are many opportunities when people ask us how we are and we don't answer them truthfully. Now, we don't necessarily need to spill all of our business, but to offer a truthful response in any salutation or any acknowledgement of you. When, when somebody acknowledges you, receive it. I was writing this morning. I've got a new project out. Um, I don't know if some of you may have seen the new book, Your Crystal Allies. Well, this is an entire series. And uh, in at the end of this year, I'm gonna, there are going to be two other books and a card deck, an altar card deck that I'm very excited about. Um, but I was writing about carnelian, which I'm wearing today. 
and my trusty ring. I've had this ring for 30 years, 30 years of this carnelian leadership, this energetic leadership that I've worn on my finger. And it really, as, as I was working with carnelian today and really thinking about what that what vibration that stone has and how it brings its gifts to the world, it really, it really amplified for me this idea about even if you are in a group of people and you are following someone's lead, you still are making a choice, which is your choice. It's what you want to do or it's what you're not being present to. Either way, you are the person that's left to be responsible for that. And we show leadership when we walk away from things that, that don't align with who we are, that things that we don't agree with. When we call out somebody's bias, right? There are a lot of people who, you know, they think that they are with others of like mind and they say things. And if that's not somebody that you are, if it's not something that you align with, your willingness to say, hey, you know, I actually don't agree with that. I was, it was interesting. I was um, at the Conscious Life Expo a few weeks ago and I was talking with this guy and he was telling me this whole story about his, his family and how the death of his parents had really, really broken apart the relationship with the siblings. And I could, I could see and feel his pain. And I said to him, you know, I, I, I completely understand how you feel. And I want you to know that you, you don't have to go along with the, the dynamic that they're setting up for you. You know, you, you don't have to do that. You can do what brings you joy to do and let go of your concern for what they need. And his response to that, like, I thought that was, you know, I thought that was pretty balanced. And I was fairly certain that he understood me until he, he looked at me and said, <laughs> He said, oh, nice, uh, uh, way, oh, uh, way, <laughs> way to blame the victim. Thanks. And I was like, wow, gosh, I, you know, I'm really sorry. I on no level meant for you to receive it in that way. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to blame you. I'm trying to encourage you. I see your pain and I want you to be free of that. You know, I want you to, to feel it and then, you know, be willing to give yourself an out. So I was encouraging you to look at this other opportunity that you have to walk away from that dynamic, not your family, but that dynamic. And he was like, oh, okay. And then as we began to speak, you know, there was enormous, like then, then it, of course it went into politics and <laughs> other topics that one might guess we did not agree on, on any of those things. Um, and, and finally he'd gone through this whole thing about the, the left and the right and um, be empowered. Hi, Nancy. Nice to see you. He had gone on this whole thing about politics and about the the, the far right and the far far left or in the the liberal left, and you know you know which side he put me on, which is not far you know not far from from there. But uh, finally, at the end of it all, I said, you know, 
I really appreciate and I see how passionately you have the feelings that you do, but I, you know, there's not one thing that I can comment on because absolutely none of it, I believe. In fact, I think it's so profoundly one-sided that there has to be some truth to some other things that is not being acknowledged. And I don't know the details of the things that you're speaking about enough to debate it with you. So I just want to, you know, I just wanted to let you know that because I can't, you know, I, unfortunately, I, the, the conversation just dropped because there was nowhere for me to go with it. And I think that he he was so surprised for me to respond in in such a deliberate way, but not to be a jerk about it. Because that's one of the things that I, I, I find when, when we're talking about leadership is how, how do we be authentically ourselves and, and honor our own belief systems while recognizing, like fully listening to somebody, hearing what they have to say, and then instead of just poo-pooing or panning what they're talking about, acknowledge it, but acknowledge it in a truthful way, right? A lot of times we see that as being offensive or we don't want to then... We're so mm, culturally conditioned to not uh, be direct because we're afraid of receiving backlash and meanness and hatefulness. But here's the thing. When people are mean and they're hateful, you know, oftentimes if you're on social media and somebody's being mean and hateful, it's oftentimes a bot and they don't care. And you really can't, even if you interact with them, they, they don't. Their, their goal is to create chaos. And so there's no turning that, that around and it's probably not even somebody real behind it. However, I have definitely had interactions with people on social media and, and directly with people who, if somebody is mean or hard or harsh or hurt, they're experiencing pain that they're not grieved. They have ungrieved pain. They, they want to be heard and they're screaming loudly and being one-sided because they do not feel like they are heard and they're not being acknowledged in their environment and and sometimes in the in the conversation with you. So that is your opportunity to embrace that, hear them out, and then tell them how you feel about what they've said or what you think of that. You know, giving yourself the permission to be compassionate of somebody's anger or their pain or their meanness doesn't mean that you're taking it on. It doesn't mean that you are tolerating it. Well, that's, that's the wrong word. That does mean that you're tolerating it. But what I, <laughs> what I mean by that is it doesn't mean that you are mm, dishonoring your own point of view, right? You show somebody care and compassion when you honor their point of view by hearing them. You don't have to agree with it. And it doesn't mean it that it's right. Or wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that you are creating space for an opening to find a common ground with someone whom, before you listen to them, that that common ground didn't exist. So, uh, I am, as you know, in these chat cats, I'm always excited to hear about people's um, responses, your own your own experiences. So lay them out in the comments if you have them. I want to hear about them. Um, another way that we uh, show everyday leadership is to make the hard decisions that include more than just you. Isn't that always interesting? You know, how do you make it, you know, if you have to make a decision about uh, the right thing to do in a situation, being honest, being truthful, being um, 
being truthful about wanting something or not wanting something. You know what I mean? But the, your, your willingness to uh, give your point of view. Yes. Nancy says uh, it's all about recognizing someone else's pain. And it absolutely is about recognizing somebody else's pain. We just want to be heard. We want to be seen for who we are, regardless of what your opinion or what, what, what you think people think about you. Because, you know, nine times out of 10, we think that people think of us in a particular way and we don't really know how they think of us, you know, and additionally, they don't, they don't know how we truly feel. That's, that's number one thing on, on social media. When you, you people, you create these relationships with people where you feel like you know them because you, you can, you can see their value systems being eked out graphic by graphic or statement by statement. Um, so you, you get this sense of who they are, but it's not all of all that they are. And when you allow yourself to be empathetic and to do what is uncomfortable for you to do, but is better for the whole, for the group of people involved, for all the people involved, for the discussion at hand, whatever it is, when you allow that, it creates uh, a whole other flow of energy, not just in that relationship or that situation, but it actually brings a whole other flow of uh, in energy to your life and to everything else that you're doing in your life. So that's something that's really important. Like, what's the payoff? I know people want to go like, what is the payoff? What do I get? Because we are all, you know, fairly selfish people. Um, so that's what you get. You, The more you flow in a situation, the more flow comes to you to do a lot of different things. Hi, Anthony. Nice to see you. Yes, he says it all makes sense and falls into place with his siblings. You know, siblings, man, that's... <laughs> That's all I got to say. Siblings, man. It is hard sometimes to, uh, I, I suffer from that as well. You know, really having compassion for the condition somebody is in and what they, they can't help themselves, but to respond to you in a particular way. You know, it was interesting. I had this, I had this, I had multiple, uh, March 1st astrologically has, uh, there's a whole shift. There's a whole new energy, Mars and Venus uh, and Chiron, which is the asteroid of, um, what is it? The asteroid of uh, the wounded healer. But all it's the divine feminine, divine masculine expressing itself through the, the, the wounded heart, which is the open heart. And uh, when you, uh, in, in March, there was this whole awakening, this whole energetic shift that really took place that that is putting all of us in some way in a position to really look at ourselves from past and to walk forward from it. Uh, looking at it as something that is truly over and it's like creating a, a pattern or a dynamic or a habit that we can move on from and do something different now. Like we're freed from old habits and behaviors. Whoa, thank God. So it was the interesting experience that I had is I went into this uh, a store that I worked at. I was a psychic at this store uh, 20 years ago and uh, maybe even 25 years ago, I, I uh, it was the first job that I'd ever worked as a psychic, as an intuitive in. And it was, I worked for a solid year. I worked it over the years on and off at this place whenever I 
wanted to. They were very lovely with me. But I realized that I'd had this long relationship with people who they certainly aren't loyal. They're not loyal to me. They, whatever they thought of me or didn't think of me, uh, they ended up asking, they, they didn't, they no longer wanted me at the store, but they didn't want to just say, hey, we think that you've grown beyond being here, <laughs> which that would have made sense to me. But instead they, you know, said, oh, well, they, they made up these, like I was doing something wrong or doing something bad. And that was the reason that I had to go. The whole point, that's a long way around to get to the place that I went into that store and I ran into a guy who used to work there or actually not used to, he still works there. But I realized he sees me as I was. That's it. There, there's just no possible way he can see me for who I've grown to be, you know, for who I am today, for all of the, all the things that I've accomplished in the last decade. Right. And, and I was like, wow, that, that's siblings. That's what siblings do. Siblings, you know, depending on what the birth order is and your relationships as children and, and the trauma that you uh, all experienced together or uh, experienced together, but dealt with separately or individually, right? And, and, and maybe you never crossed that bridge into adulthood in a way uh, to, to be able to communicate in a way that lifted everybody up. Right. But it's, it's our family and our siblings that oftentimes have a very difficult time remembering or making that transition into the person that we've become today, as opposed to how they have always seen us or what, what or who they believed we were. And that's another way to show leadership is let them know that. Say, Hey, you know, you're, you're responding to me. Um, Yes, this is going to be the next book. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, uh, letting somebody know, hey, you know, when you respond to me, I feel like you're you're remembering that situation that happened 10 years ago, or you have always thought of me in a particular way that you didn't like. And maybe that's not who I ever not that wasn't who I was then, and it certainly isn't who I am now, but I didn't know or we didn't have the type of relationship that I could communicate with you about it. And I want to do that now. I want to start out fresh. I want to go into a new relationship, a new way of getting to be who I am. And I want you to get to be who you are, right? No matter who people are, whether you know them, whether they're family, whether they're friends, whether they're acquaintances, people want to be seen. So if there was anything that I, I would wish that you would take from this experience is Showing leadership in your life, even opening the door for someone at the grocery store and looking at them in the eye. You see somebody, you know, five feet in back of you, wait for them. You know, a lot of people look at these little kindnesses as weaknesses or, you know, I mean, truly, there's there's really no time when you are in such a hurry that 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 waiting for somebody for five feet is going to make that huge difference for you to get in and out of there and to where you need to go. Oftentimes we create this inner chaos where we just got to go do be. Ah. <laughs> we create this whole thing and we don't have to. We can show ourselves some compassion. We can take a deep breath and we can wake that extra five feet holding the door for somebody and show them a little kindness, show them a little leadership show them how it's done. Give them the opportunity to 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Not right now, but I can do it. Right? So these are the ways in which I am challenging myself to show leadership in my everyday life. And they are certainly the ways that I hope for you uh, that you will start acknowledging your own ability to be a leader, to be the authority of yourself, your own mastery, and in your relationships with other people, to be, to create a relationship that can prosper and evolve rather than be shut down and then be this big obstacle that sits there and makes everybody move around it. <laughs> anyway, so if anybody has any questions, now would be that time. Yes, 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 yes. Nancy says, energy is contagious. Make it good. And that is so true. You know, there, just, just a little bit of joy or a little bit of, of, of compassion for somebody. Just, it's like, yeah, I remember. I remember that shit is not all bad. <laughs> you know, things are not all that bad. When bad things happen, it can be fertilizer. So, uh, hi, Ruthie. Nice to see you. If nobody has any questions. I am so glad that you hung in with me today. Today, And uh, that, I, that's it. I'm just so grateful that uh, we get this opportunity. I Just, just as a little uh, side note, I've been, I've been thinking, I used to do my chat cast every day at noon. That was kind of a family legacy that I wanted to carry on, but it doesn't really seem to work for people. And this time, one o'clock seemed to really work. So let me know. Uh, you can shoot me a line, comment here, but let me know time of day. If, if you got, if you were to, to tune in every single Friday, what time would be good for you to do that? Because I am, well, I'm trying to change my own habits of doing things when I want to and opening up. The whole pur purpose is to be of service and you can't be of service if, you know, there's nobody who is really, uh, <laughs> Ruthie says, one, one is good, I'm awake. Yes, it's, it's important to be awake. Actually, you don't even need to be awake, but it's, it's not bad. It's, it's good to be awake when you're listening to me. So uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and have a magnificent rest of your weekend. You've been listening to Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Join us next time for more in-depth conversations about life and relationships. Thanks for listening.